KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Thursday. August 19th. COVID-19 boosters are now recommended. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. If you're planning to attend an indoor event with more than 1,000 people, you'll have to show proof of a COVID-19 vaccination. That's according to a new rule from the California Department of Public Health. Attendees will have to prove they're vaccinated at least 72 hours before an event or show a negative COVID-19 test. The new events rules will take effect on September 20th. Friendship Park is celebrating its 50th anniversary at Borderfield State Park. John Fanestill is the executive director of VIA International. He says the park has long served as a meeting place where people can hug their loved ones through the border fence. But, he says, in recent years, border patrol restrictions have increased, and he says it's become much less inviting. Local advocates are hoping to restore Friendship Park back to its true purpose. They want to create an open bi-national park where people can cross into a secure area and meet. 11 of California's 58 counties are under a state of emergency due to wildfires, all of them in Northern California. El Dorado County, where the Calder Fire is burning east of Sacramento, is the latest to be added to the list. Cal Fire Chief Tom Porter says a number of preventative steps had been taken in the Calder Fire area, but... When fire is jumping outside of its perimeter, sometimes miles, sometimes those fuel, fuel projects won't stop a fire. Sometimes they're just used to slow it enough to get people out of the way. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. COVID-19 booster shots for Pfizer and Moderna vaccines will be available for all U.S. adults starting next month. KPBS's Melissa May spoke with local immunologists on why they're being recommended. A recent study from Israel suggests that COVID-19 vaccine protection could decrease after six months. There's uncertainty, and so I think the government's taking a better safe than sorry approach. Dr. Shane Crotty is a professor at the La Jolla Institute of Immunology and says the Delta variant means COVID-19 boosters are necessary. Delta is a lot tougher to stop. Uh, I mean, 
mean, it's, it's sort of almost a different virus in the way we have to think about it because it is just dramatically more transmissible. And so the more transmissible a virus is, the, the harder it is for your immune system to, to stop. The boosters contain the same medicine as the original Moderna and Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines. Results of the booster clinical trials are positive. Crotty says the booster vaccine would only extend a person's immunity. Immune memory that was good for several years um, after that. And it wouldn't be unreasonable for, for it to be good for 10 years, um, just like a tetanus vaccine or a hepatitis B vaccine. I wanted to get it because it's added more, more protection on my side. Bianca Santos is a Kearney Mesa resident who is immunocompromised because of a kidney transplant she had back in 2017. Her doctor recommended she get the booster. I actually saw him virtually last this past Monday, and he said, like, I should just go for it. It's a really easy process. I just need to go to CVS. I don't need prescription for it just to let them know that I'm immunocompromised. Those who are immunocompromised currently can get the boosters at both CVS and Walgreens. The CDC has not released an official booster recommendation for people who received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And that was KPBS's Melissa May. The largest solar power generating facility in San Diego County is on its way to being built right next to the small East County town of Ocumba Hot Springs. But KPBS's John Carroll says the approval for the project came against overwhelming opposition from Ocumba residents. Hacumba Hot Springs. It's a hamlet of about 500 people in far eastern San Diego County, right next to the border with Mexico. And this is what it looked like in today's Board of Supervisors meeting. Scores of Hacumba residents showing up, most clad in yellow t-shirts, making clear their opposition to the proposed project. One thing everybody here agrees on is the need to move away from power generated by burning fossil fuels. And when you look at what the developers of the JVR Energy Park are proposing, it sounds like it fits in beautifully with that goal. Offsetting more than half a million tons of CO2 emissions, producing enough power for 52,000 homes in the metro San Diego area, and preserving 435 acres of open space. This is the right place for the project. You're going to hear a lot today about how renewable energy adjacent to the town will somehow ruin Hakumba. We have to allow changes that will save our planet. That opportunity is right here, right now. Please support the project. But talk to most of the people in Hakumba and you get a very different perspective. Please help us save Hakumba Hot Springs from a huge solar project that jeopardizes the future of our town. A town that since 2020 has been largely owned by this man, Jeffrey Osborne, and a couple of business partners. Osborne used a map to show the current town in green, and then what the footprint of the solar farm would look like. This is the size of San Diego International Airport. It is right next to our community. It is inside our protected village boundary. It's on top of a specific plan area designed for residential and commercial development only. After listening to dozens of speakers, the board turned to discussion. Supervisor Tara Lawson-Reamer said she was all in favor of renewable energy, but the proposal... KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, 
healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. It didn't seem equitable to the residents of Hakamba. Supervisor Joel Anderson echoed those comments, which led to some spontaneous deal-making. During the meeting, the developer agreed to extend the buffer zone of the project from 300 to 400 feet away from the town's edge. And in a dramatic move, the CEO of the company behind the project upped the financial commitment to pay for community benefits to Hakamba. It had been $1.6 million, but rose to $4 million. Here's the exchange between Supervisor Lawson Reamer, Chairman Nathan Fletcher, and CEO Fred Robinson. I had the number five in my head. He said three, so I think if it was four, I'd be like, okay, I'm the CEO. You know, I'm trying to get the CEO of the company. Okay, done. Four? Yep, we'll commit to four. Okay, so we're good. We're good. Okay. But Jeffrey Osborne says he's hired a lawyer. He didn't say whether a lawsuit would be coming. And that was KPBS's John Carroll. Three of the Republican candidates hoping to replace Governor Gavin Newsom in a recall election next month met in a debate in Sacramento on Tuesday night. Cap Radio's Nicole Nixon was there. The GOP hopefuls used the debate stage to blame Newsom for worsening homelessness and wildfires. All three also said they would leave mask and vaccine mandates up to local governments and school districts. Businessman John Cox, who lost to Newsom in 2018, lamented that many students missed out on an entire year of in-person learning while the governor's children attended private school. The parents found out during this pandemic how little control they have of their own kids' education. Gavin Newsom had plenty of choice about where his kids went to school. Only near the end of the debate did former San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner attack another Republican candidate. Larry Elder, the GOP frontrunner, has been scrutinized for writing decades ago that women are less politically informed than men. And that he believes that it's okay to discriminate against women, including pregnant women, in the workplace. That's bullshit. And we got to call it that. If Newsom is recalled, his replacement would only serve the remaining year of his term. In his closing statement, Assemblyman Kevin Kiley made the case that voters could use that year as a trial run. So take a chance on change. See if uh, things improve. The final day of voting is September 14th. And that was Cap Radio's Nicole Nixon. Coming up, the VA is looking for ways to help veterans succeed in college. More on that next, just after the break. VA spends more than $13 billion a year on educational benefits for veterans, and the agency now has a new way to help ensure that those who use the money to enroll in college will succeed. It's partnering with a nonprofit group called the Warrior Scholar Project that runs academic boot camps. Jay Price reports for the American Homefront Project. Yeah, we'll just create like a working draft 
implementing some of the easy changes from last night. About a dozen veterans and active duty troops in a University of North Carolina classroom listen intently as Hillary Lithgow, an associate professor of English, helps them refine the essays they've been writing on the philosophical underpinnings of American democracy. And we're going to fit in just the last couple of pieces about citations, titles. Right up front is Master Gunnery Sergeant Eric Gonzalez, tattooed and heavily muscled. He's been in the Marine Corps for 23 years. Later, during a break, Gonzalez says when he retires from the Corps in a few years, he wants to enroll in a four-year college to become a physical therapist. The Marine Corps has given me the work ethic. I just want to find different ways to use those tools that I've been given. That's why he signed up for the boot camp and made the drive from Camp Lejeune. And that distance wasn't just measured in miles. The gulf between the distinctive cultures of the military and academia can be daunting for veterans who may not have been in a classroom for decades and who worry how they'll fit in among classmates who might be the same age as their children. One of the project's goals is to bridge that gap. The encouragement that they give, like, you know, being a 41-year-old student, you know, going to college, you know, I'm a little hesitant to ask questions because I don't want to say something dumb or feel embarrassed or already go to the stereotype as a big, dumb Marine. About 1,600 veterans and troops transitioning out of service have used the boot camps. About 90% of them have graduated or are on track to. 21 colleges and universities host boot camps, including the likes of Harvard, Yale, and Williams. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, many are online for now, but when done in person, the host institutions provide the classrooms, meals, and housing, and the Warrior Scholar Project, which is donor-funded, covers the rest. The VA is partnering with the program, hoping to improve the return on the higher education benefits it gives veterans. This is a benefit that they've earned um, and they, they worked hard for, and we want to make sure that if there are available resources to them uh, that's out there that could help them to set them up for success, we want to be a part of that. Charmaine Bogue is Executive Director of Education Service for the Veterans Benefits Administration. The new partnership means the VA will help get the word out to veterans about the Warrior Scholar Project. The boot camps center around humanities, especially skills in analytical reading and academic writing, and have sessions on transitioning to academic life. Some also include a focus on business or science and math. Lithgow, the professor teaching the UNC boot camp writing workshop, has worked with the project since 2015. There are a lot of reasons why I do it. The main reason is that it's what teaching is supposed to be. You know, you have a classroom full of really motivated students who are just all they want to do is learn and do better. It's what you would hope for in every classroom, but you don't always get. Gonzalez, the Marine Master Gunnery Sergeant, has had college courses before and said he did well, but sometimes found his approach to the work grueling. But the boot camp, he says, has helped. The first couple of nights he tackled assignments the way he does in the Marine Corps, going over something repeatedly until he's figured it out thoroughly. That worked, but kept him up till 2 a.m. Then the lessons started to sink in. With the tips they gave through the analytical reading, I'm doing the same quality of work in a third of the time. So just those little things that the professor has gone over, it's awesome. Like the light bulb went off, I'm like, wow, okay. Okay, meaning now he feels ready, not just for getting through college, but doing well at it. 
And that was Jay Price reporting. This story was produced by the American Homefront Project, a public media collaboration that reports on American military life and veterans. Funding comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And that's it for the podcast today. Be sure to catch KPBS Midday Edition at noon on KPBS Radio or check out the Midday Edition podcast. You can also watch KPBS Evening Edition at 5 o'clock on KPBS Television. And as always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.